You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. Uh, so this week on the podcast, we were uh, doing what we do best and searching the internet for obscure Bible verses and obscure <laughs> biblical questions. <laughs> and uh, we uh, stumbled upon uh, Wesley's 22 questions again. These were the questions that he would use for his holy club. And uh, one of the ones that stuck out to me and what a great question to wrestle with during Lent is, is Christ real to me? And so Zach, as you... Uh, think about that question and think about what it means and how you can use it for acts of discipleship. You know, what comes up to you? Hold yeah. on. Just a... Go ahead. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, that's really where I started uh, the Lenten season for my church was, was asking, uh, we're going through the questions that Jesus asked through this season of Lent. And the question we started with, I think is a really foundational question, but it, it's this, um, is Christ real to me? Um, Jesus asked the question, um, who, who do the crowd say I am? And he asked the disciples that after he feeds 5,000. And then he asked the disciples the same question, who do you say that I am? And it's really a turning point in Jesus's ministry. Um, cause Peter's answer is, is really out loud for the first time. You're the son of God. And uh, through through that whole process of, of one, not really trying to answer that question uh, in sermon form, but just asking it and sitting with it and wrestling with it. It's been my encouragement for the foundation of this Lenten season to really dig into and sit with and wrestle with who is, who is Christ to me? Is Christ real to me? Asking this very same question Wesley asks uh, in a variety of ways. And, and not only to sit in that personally, but also the other question Jesus asked, who do the crowds say that I am? Be aware of what people around you and how they experience God in that way. Uh, and, and Wesley, yeah, I think that question from Wesley ties it into, you know, is Christ real to me? How, if so, if yes, how do we live that out? How do we share that with others? And, and for me, um, I, I don't know. I don't know that I have a verbal answer to that question. Is Christ real to me? Other than yes, I, I don't want to lean into the um, Sunday school answer uh, of of that because I think there's more. And and so for me, it, it really comes down as Christ real to me. Yeah, and and I want to do everything that I can do personally and professionally. To, to live that out and to share that with people through all the ways that I have opportunities to, you know, through compassion and hope and grace and love and all that. Um, you know, because I think there's something hopeful in that. I, I, I think there's something hopeful in how we treat and see and hear others through the lens and eyes of Christ as opposed to not. And um, for me, that's really that's really important uh, to hold on to and to dig into often, especially 
uh, well, really, really, really helps. And for me, lends into that of, of how, how do I live this out in such a way that uh, others are able to experience Christ being real to them? That was a really long, arbitrary answer to get to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, he did a good job of being, um, being the preacher on that and, yeah. and, and, you know, taking something that you could have just said yes, uh, <laughs> and, uh, taking it uh, a few minutes. And, and, and when I think about that question, I think the thing for me is yes. And, um, mm-hmm. the, and part is, uh, and here's how, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I can, I, I, I think, in some circles of Christianity, the focus is too much on the inner self, like focusing on, you know, um, the transactional relationship that God works on me and that's it. It's all about me. And I think we forget that it's actually um, a, a healthy relationship with God is that um, God works on you and through you. And it's being aware of that through you moments that um can that's where transformation occurs um and and i think far too often we and 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 you know i know you've heard this just as much as i have um that um i didn't get anything out of it well Mm -hmm. it didn't feed me (laughs) yeah like i i don't think that that i think you're missing the point (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it's not about you um And and yes, we all have struggles. We all face struggles. But you know, who do you turn to in the struggles? Like, where are you turning? Like, what are you doing? Like, and and I think of it like a hitter. Um, we're in spring training, and so what a great time to to incorporate this um, is that when a hitter is struggling, the one of the things that a good hitter does is goes goes back and sees what mechanics, what what are they not looking at, what where are they holding their hands when they're swinging, like everything. They look at everything. And, and I think we can learn from that as followers of Jesus and that like when we're struggling, like, are we looking at everything and not just in us, but what's going on, on the outside around us that influences the inside as well. Mm-hmm. And I think when we can make those adjustments, um, we'll do better. Um, things will go a little bit smoother in some ways um, and, and, and writing it out, uh, writing out the difficult situation that happens when we become more more aware of self but then those around us um and so in in order for us to make christ real um, we have to realize that we embody that as well and that like every action or inaction we do is representation of christ and that's something i have found myself saying it seems like almost every week in some way shape or form because i want people to realize that it's not about what's coming in it's about what's coming in and coming out um and going out as you're at walmart or wherever you know like whatever you're doing uh, that's a representation and and the way that we handle that uh makes christ real uh, for yeah. for those around us good bad ugly you know we've definitely done a good job on the ladder um right. and i think we definitely have room for improvement but i think it's becoming more aware of surroundings and self not just self mm-hmm well, I think that's, I think there's something significant in the yes and, right? Um, you know, huge improv uh, uh, teaching there, right? Uh, Great Richard yes Rohr and. book, by the way, too. <laughs> right. Um, and, and in the sense of, I think we, I think we get, especially in 
our ideas and faith and theology and spirituality, sometimes we get stuck and rigid. And this is the way that it has to be. And if it doesn't go this way, uh, our world crumbles, right? Or we lose, it just, it makes it significantly harder. And I think that's, like you said, when we get very self-centered in our faith and it's about me and feeding me, I didn't get anything out of it, right? We lose that yes and. We lose that ability to improv with the spirit uh, and go places we didn't know we'd go, right? Didn't know we were capable of going uh, in, in missing, missing God at work before us. Right. And when we lean into that, yes. And, uh, we lean into the foundation of what we, what we know and what we have in our faith. Uh, but we're also open to the possibilities that we don't know, right. It's the, and part, I, I think there's something really significant in that and how we learn and grow in our faith and spirituality and just self evolves and grows and um i think when we leave that and off is is where we become unhealthy right where we become unwilling to see change or see something differently or even just see how we've behaved and it can go the other way too i think you can focus on too much of the other and not enough on self i mean i I think that's something we have to be aware of so yes and Mm -hmm. um uh, I think this would be a good thing for you uh, and your groups uh, and your small groups to wrestle with um, and to think about uh, as you, uh, you know, have these conversations, uh, feel free to have these conversations with others, um, but then also self-reflect on, you know, the yes and part for you. Um, I think that's a good place for us to land today. Um, Zach, do you have anything else? No, let's go do it. So as we uh, wrap up the Bearded Theologians uh, podcast this week, we encourage you to, uh, you know, like us, share us. Uh, give us five stars and write a funny review. Funniest review will get a sticker. Uh, <laughs> I, I look at that occasionally. And so um, definitely would love to give you a sticker if you write a funny review for us, but you have to give us five stars. Like, I mean, that, that's a trade-off. Like, you know, it's transactional. Um, <laughs> uh, so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. Uh, I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. All right. Catch you later. All right. We'll see you. I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.